You are now listening to the I Should Have Captained podcast. Game week 26 in the books. And I'm hella glad I triple captained Mo Salah. Again with another one, game 27 is quickly upon us. Uh, we just finished game week 26 last time, like literally um, on the Thursday. And on Friday, we have another game, game week 27. So quickly, we'll just blitz through captaincy choices with game week 27. I'll go back to 26 and then talking about the captaincy choices in 27 once again. So that's kind of how this podcast is going to go. So quickly, if you're looking for captaincy choices, I think the best captaincy choice right now is vote Wakehurst plays for Burnley. He has double games, one against one of the worst defenses in the league in Leicester. So that simplifies your choice. If you have Wakehurst, I think you just easily captain him and you move on. Um, it's just it's just so straightforward. The, they're the only team with double game weeks. Um, some people are even going as far as having Burnley defenders as well. Even the scouts suggest captaining uh, Nick Pope. I think that's a little too far. I can't imagine ever captaining a goalkeeper. Um, I would, if I was going to captain Burnley's defender, I would go Ben Mee. I think he's the one. Or Tarkowski. If not, um, it has to be with Vekhurst. If you have Corny, pretty interesting news about his situation very soon. But um, we'll get back to it somewhat shortly. But again, those are the, that's the best captaincy choice uh, right now. Now, if you're not going to get captain um, Burnley, of course, because of their resurgence, you've got Kane against Leeds, as we saw against Liverpool, just consider six goals. Leeds are that kind of team. They'll just keep going and going and going. Won't change anything, won't set up defensively. So Kane against Leeds becomes the second best, in my opinion. Still in form, saw what he did against Manchester City, and he's probably the one again over at Tottenham. KDB at Everton, I think again, very much. Everton have considered a bunch of goals from set pieces, just so bad and so poor. So that puts Man City, of course, needing to revenge that loss against Spurs. I think they come out. And if you know um, Pep, he always comes out swinging once his team has lost. Especially now that they're now within three points of Liverpool, they're going to want to smash Everton. So KDB becomes the one. Of course, you can go to um, Cancelo, you can go Sterling, you can go Mares, depending on Pep Roulette. But I think Kevin De Bruyne is the one. In terms of alternatives, you've got Bruno Fernandes against Watford. I believe since game week 18, if I remember this correctly, this stack correctly, he has provided 15 more chances than anybody else in the Premier League or something crazy like that. So certainly um, it's, it was wild to see that kind of stats from Bruno. And I was just like, wow. Yeah, so he's, yeah, that's what it is. So he's created 24 chances in his last six games, seven more than anybody else. Sorry, I, I was a little correct, incorrect. I think that's a Kane stat. So seven more chances than anybody else. Um, in the last um, six matches. Uh, Kane is the one who has 45 shots since game week 18, 15 more than any other player. Of course, this even includes Mo Salah, but obviously remember Mo Salah was away at AFCON. So Harry Kane has improved dramatically in his shots and that's why I have him um, before everybody else. Um, other than that, of course, you got Broja over at Norwich. Probably wouldn't captain him. Um, Again, he averages around 5.1 points per start. So he's one of the highest for his price, of course. But I feel like it's, it's very risky since there are other options uh, ahead of him. Um, of course, you know, you can also potentially look at the Mahrez's of the world, you know, um, Jadon Sancho, who is now in amazing form. Of course, Cristiano Ronaldo as well. 
Or you can go to good old trusty Jared Bowen. Jared Bowen playing Wolves. Of course, Wolves is stingy defense, but we saw how they crumbled against Arsenal last time out. Two goals in the final 10 minutes, I believe it was. So um, very much possible to score against them. And I think West Ham need to get points. All right, now let's resume back to game week 26. Unpack it quickly. And then back to discussing some of these capacity choices and maybe some injury news. So game week 26, interesting one. Great start. West Ham won, Newcastle won. Goals from... Craig Dawson and Joe Willock. Newcastle are now performing quite well and admirably, I should say, as well. Um, Arsenal 2, Brentford 1. The first win of their two-win double game week. Um, assist from Lacazette in this game. And Thomas Partey with another assist. Emil Smith-Rowe with a goal. Bukayo Saka with a goal. Brentford side removing that clean sheet was no guard. So for those who had Arsenal clean sheets in hopes, none of them across two game weeks. Lacazette, I talked about last episode, he being the one to get the most um, points, it looked like. He ended up with 10, so decent. And I think he wasted a couple of chances, quite frankly, um, in terms of points he could have produced. Saka still outperformed him at 11. So Saka, Lacazette equally would have performed for you. And even though Smith-Rowe missed the second game, he had 11 points regardless. So any one of Smith-Rowe, Bukayo Saka and Lacazette would have given you a double-digit haul from Arsenal. Aston Villanelle. Watford won goal from Emmanuel Dennis. He is back on the score sheet. I just talked about how he hadn't performed at all in a long while. And then he finally scores and takes all three bonus points against Aston Villa. Emmanuel Dennis priced at 6.1. They play Manchester United next. Unfortunate to see Aston Villa lose that game. I think they've now pretty much tossed away top six finish. <laughs> if there was ever anything like that. But we'll see how the rest of the season shapes up. They've got three difficult fixtures. Um over the rest of the span of the of the league, pretty much being um, Liverpool and Manchester City. And in my opinion, I think Arsenal becomes a tough fixture. Everybody else is beatable from my perspective, but what do I know? Um, one of those things. All right, off to the next game. Brighton nil, Burnley three goals from Brownhill. Lennon and Vudvekhurst, who we just talked about already. Rodriguez with the assist, Roberts with an assist, and Veghurst with an assist. Quickly want to highlight Roberts. Roberts is priced at 4.5. Randomly came into the team in game week 23 and has not looked back. Every time he plays and gets a clean sheet, he's at a huge risk of getting bonus points. In the double game week, he obviously in this game against Brighton got one bonus point thanks to his assist. But in the next game, which we'll get to, he got another bonus point. So Roberts, 4.5 seemingly a bonus points magnet. Um, of course, Brownhill, who is a central midfielder, 4.3, if you're again looking for someone to put in your midfield, especially at the back of your bench, Brownhill is not a bad shout. He got a goal in this game and an assist in the Tottenham game. So Brownhill becomes a player to consider. Uh, moving on to the next game of the game week. Crystal Palace nil, Chelsea won. Hakim Ziyech with the goal. Obviously, he has a knock now, but that is now three goals, three games on the bounce that Ziyech has scored in for Chelsea. So that puts him uh, firmly in contention after the blank for Chelsea in game with 27. I am looking at their fixtures right now, and really the only tough team that, the only team in the top five that Chelsea has to play for the rest of the season, ladies and gentlemen, it is Arsenal. That's the only team in the top five that um, Chelsea has to play less. Um, they also have Manchester United as well. But really, other than that, those are the two teams that are in the top five, top six that they need to play. Arsenal, Manchester United. So Chelsea should just run away with points from game 28. Ziyech becomes the one firmly in my sights 
priced at 7.3. The assist from um, Alonso. Liverpool 3, Norwich 1. Goals from Mane, Salah, Luis Diaz. On the Norwich side, Rashika. I hope I've said that right. And the assist from Sergeant Henderson, Allison, and Simicas. So Allison, <laughs> Allison, man. And by the way, just quickly want to mention on Allison, he's got points in the last four games straight. So of course, against the Norwich team, he had an assist for five points. Burnley had a clean sheet with bonus points. Against Leicester, kept a clean sheet. And in Leeds, he also, I guess Leeds, he also kept a clean sheet. So 6.0, Allison might be something to consider. Just saying, I'm not asking you to go buy him, just someone to think about. Uh, <laughs> on to the next game, Southampton 2, Everton nail goals from Armstrong and Long. The assist from Adams and a forgotten man, Livramento, 4.3, back fit and available. So Livramento is back. Um, priced at 4.3, I think, decent value. They play Norwich, Aston Villa, Newcastle, with, uh, Watford and Burnley in their next couple of games. They have a double game week in game week 28. So does Tino Livramento come back into your mind? Something to think about. Pickford, of course, just want to quickly highlight, had nine saves in that game. Very, very busy. And so that tells you how good Southampton have recently become. And that's why I think Broja might be someone to have if you're not even going to captain him. Maybe you're not that uh, wild with the team. All right. Manchester City, two. Spurs, three. Goals from Gondowan and Mares. Uh, on the Spurs side, Harry Kane with two goals. Kulusevski with an assist. Uh, with a goal, sorry. With a goal and an assist. And of course, Human Son with two assists. Talked about Son being the scourge of Manchester City. Rose again and got two assists. Could easily have scored the goal, but decided to lay it off for Kulusevski for the opening goal. Harry Kane finally puts away some demons of playing Manchester City, especially with Pep in charge. I think this is the first time he has scored against Manchester City with Pep being in charge. <laughs> very, very interesting stat, I know. But anyways, Kane scored two. That's what, that's what it matters for those of us who had him. Thank you, Harry Kane. Off to the next game, Leeds to Manchester United 4. They talked about it already. Leeds are one of the worst defences, just conceding a bunch of goals. Conceded four as Manchester United. And we'll get to the six, game that they con- six goals they considered against Liverpool somewhat shortly. The goals for Leeds were from Rodrigo and Rafinha. Manchester United, Maguire, Fred, Bruno and Elanga with the goal. Elanga, I want to quickly mention, 4.8. Starting to seem like some kind of last-minute hero at Manchester United. Very, very interesting for him. He's also scored, of course, as you know, in the Champions League for them. So, Elanga seeming to be that super sub that's doing the business. Over on the assist column, we've got Jaden Sancho. Two assists against Leeds. Playing very, very well recently. Luke Shaw, of course, with an assist. And Bruno with the assist as well. So, points FC doing the needful, providing 12 beautiful points for those of us who held on to him. Uh, I certainly was one of those who had a great game week because of Bruno. Wolves 2, Leicester 1. Goals from Neves and Podence. Podence, who I used to mock all through last season, but he's improved his end game or an end product this season, even though it's not really showing up on the stats yet, but starting to look a little bit better. He still has just one goal and two assists all season, but he's starting to look a little bit sharper and a little bit better. Keep in mind, last season, he only had three goals and two assists all season. So <laughs> he hasn't yet proven to me that he's someone worth considering a 5.5, but still, I'm hoping that I will eat my words against Podence. The assist from Jimenez and Dendonka and on the Leicester side, all Brighton. Burnley won, Spurs nil. This was obviously the beginning of the double game week. And I just predicted Spurs will beat City and then lose to Burnley. And so it proved Ben Mee with the goal who ended up in the 
double game week with 21 points. Wonderful sum from Ben Lee priced at 4.8. They have a double game week again in game week 27, so certainly worth thinking about. Brownhill with the assist in this case, of course, the Spurs did not score. Watford won Crystal Palace 4. Damn. Um, Sissoko with the goal for Watford on the Crystal Palace side. Uh, Zaha with uh, a brace. Gallagher back in the lineup and with a goal. Of course, he couldn't play against Chelsea because that's his parent club. And Mateta with a goal. Quick thing to mention here, Alton Edward came in in the last minute for Mateta. I'm giving you one point for those who had him. Quite frustrating because he would have been better off if he didn't come on at all. And instead just allow someone else to come off the bench for more points potentially. But Alton Edward, I'm surprised he's been dropped to the bench, especially after his performance without Zaha being available um, during AFCON. So I'm a little surprised by his reduction in importance to the team. The assist from Gallagher, MacArthur, Ayu, and Mitchell. So Gallagher with a goal and an assist. Boy, just so bad. 6.2, Conor Gallagher playing Burnley next. No double game weeks anymore for Crystal Palace. So just keep that in mind if you're considering going back to Conor Gallagher. Liverpool, 6. Leeds nil. I want to say that one more time. Liverpool, six. Six goals. Leeds nil. Two goals from Mane, two goals from, Matt, uh, from Salah, a goal from Matip and a goal from Van Dijk. Two assists from Robertson, uh, an assist from Henderson, an assist from Mane, an assist from Salah. I think Salah could easily have had a hat-trick as well. Just, I don't know, for whatever reason, decided to play with that chance. Just, just buried it and maybe blasted it or something. Um, God knows he had the hat-trick. But also, just want to quickly mention, Robertson, 7.2, has now outperformed... Um, Trent, since coming back in game of 22. So, is Robertson the better uh, player uh, going forward till the end of the season? I don't know, but if for the price, it's starting to look that way. Trent being the only defender to not get any points at all in terms of, obviously, attacking return. I'm not talking about Allison in this in this instance. But even compared to Allison, Allison at least had an assist um, in the previous game. But Trent just simply got, got us a clean sheet. What we're looking for now from new Trent, sir, is to give us the assist or the goal. How can Matip score a goal, Van Dijk score a goal, Robertson with two assists, and you give us only a clean sheet, sir? I want some more, please, sir. You know, Oliver Twist settings. Anyways, that's what we're looking for from Trent. Especially when you pay that price. That is a lot of money you pay for Trent to not get any assists or goals. Anyways, final game of the double game of the, of the double game week. Arsenal 2, Wolves 1. The goal from Pepe and Huang, which was a gift, of course, and an own goal from Jose Sa. Unfortunately for those who had him, uh, ended up with nothing coming away from Arsenal. And, of course, the assist from Lacazette and Nketia. So that was how Arsenal turned around a wonderful game in game week 26. All right, let's quickly look at some of the news coming over in game week 27. All right, just give me one sec. Let's, let's just start to roll them out. So as it happened, starting with Manchester United, Ralph Rangnick hasn't been uh, speaking on Cavani. Cavani hasn't been training with us, so he won't be available for tomorrow's game. Same is true for McTominay. He is still ill. He hasn't been training with us. Over at Manchester City, Pep on Gabriel Jesus and Jack Grealish. They are ready. So important for us. Definitely. So that brings in more Pep roulette. Oh, my goodness. Crystal Palace, Vieira confirmed Joe Ward has a groin injury, but will hopefully be back in training next week. Nathan Ferguson is still out. For those of you who have Ward, especially in your draft, something to think about there. All right, Watford side. Watford say that Joao Pedro and Kuchka are back in contention for the Manchester United game. Josh King has a knock and has also been training, but there's no fresh injury concern for Roy Hodgson. Uh, moving on 
to Newcastle. Eddie Howe says he will make a late call on Alan St. Maximan, but Ryan Fraser is fit. Javier Manquillo has started to resume training this week. Um, Then the quote goes on Maximan to say, he has been getting intensive treatment. We said when he suffered the injury that would be long term, so we're keeping our fingers crossed. He's got a bang on the calf against Aston Villa. So doesn't look like St. Maximan will be back, but it's going to be a late call on him. Over at Leeds, Bielsa, there is not a fixed date for Phillips, Cooper and Bamford. The prediction is that they're going to be available early March. How they are now doesn't seem like it's going to be the case. Lorente and Cock are available. When he talked about Bielsa on Bamford specifically, he said, no, he's not back on the grass. Probably we will see him before the end of the season. So that was Bielsa on Bamford. Over to Everton. Frank Lampard, Ben Groffrey won't be back. He's still a couple of weeks away. Dokuri and Gray are both training with us now and in the squad. It's whether they start that's an issue for me. When he spoke specifically on Dokuri, Dokuri has been out for, say, five weeks now. With Damari, we have to make sure that coming into the game of this type of physical output that's needed for the, to get the performance and, re- and potential result, it's a big ask. So that is over Everton side. West Ham, David Moyes confirms that Vladimir Kufal Hernia will be out for a few weeks. Angelo Bona is a long-term absentee and the Hammers are still managing Arthur Masuaku's knee injury. Over at Brentford, Thomas Frank confirms Ericsson will be in the squad to face Newcastle and will get on the pitch at some point. Great news for Ericsson. So obviously that means he will play, but we just don't know when. Will he start or will he be a sub? He then went on to confirm that Ivan Tony has recovered from a calf injury and will be fit for the weekend. Ooh, great to see Ivan Tony back. Over at Spurs, Antonio Conte confirms that Bentancur has joined Oliver Skip and Tanganga on the sidelines for the clash with Leeds. Oh, that's so unfortunate. Had a good game against Manchester City and unfortunately is at. Well, that, ladies and gentlemen, is as much news as I could get uh, going into the double game week for you. I was looking specifically for the information on Corny, but I can't seem to find it. Just give me one second here. Uh, yeah, couldn't find it at all. Actually, there we go. All right. So, team news on Burnley. Uh, Maxwell's foot injury is touch and go. We'll see how he is tomorrow. It's not a serious one, but sore still. So, we don't know what else is going to happen for our boy, Maxwell Corny. I have him and I'm risking playing him if I have to. But man, I'm a little worried. They may not be able to play. At Norwich, Dean Smith will be without Adam Ida. Andrew Omobamdele will will be without Adam Ida and Omobamdele for the trip to, to Southampton. But Tim Crow, Lucas Rupp, and Jacob Sorensen are all back in training. Brighton. Potter says Adam Webster and Mwepo may be struggling to be fit for the weekend, but as a Brighton are otherwise in good shape. Lewis Dunk returns from suspension. Over at Southampton. Roman Peru is back after his COVID case, so we only have Lyenko, Nathan Teller, and Alex McCarthy still out. The rest training with the group. I have a big squad and I can select the best 11 from. So that's great news all around for Southampton. I think they're a really great outfit. So we'll see how they perform this weekend. That, ladies and gentlemen, is as much information in press conferences and news and injuries that I could find over for players. I wish you guys all the best in Game Week 27. Remember, 
We are now 11 games till the end of the season. I think I incorrectly said 10. 11 games is 38 game weeks. So game week 27, 38 game weeks uh, in total. And so I wish you all the best, man. Coming to the end game, I hope you have a wonderful end to your season with Green Arrow.